From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, March 10th. I'm Sarah Wright. Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Corin reported to the Board of Supervisors yesterday that if current COVID case metrics hold for another week, the county can look forward to transitioning out of the purple tier and into the much less restrictive red tier next week. The county received its first shipment of the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine yesterday and is considering using it for people who are transient and homebound. Vaccine Coordinator Darcy Antle noted that the county is working with Redwood Community Services and other agencies to hold the Johnson & Johnson Clinic for the transient population this week or early next week. Following yesterday's mid-year budget review, the board made its first foray into talking about what to do with the one-time monies from a PG&E settlement for the 2017 Redwood Complex fires, a little more than $22.5 million. None of the money was committed yesterday, and that was not the intent of the item. But ripples of alarm spread on local social media sites, and about two dozen letters came into the board. One set of letter writers supported Sheriff Matt Kendall's request to fund efficiencies like creating a courtroom next to the jail and using satellite imaging to enforce cannabis ordinances. These, he and his supporters argued, would free up deputies' time. Kendall pointed out that the Redwood Complex fire was originally discovered by a patrol sergeant in Potter Valley who initiated the response. Another set of letters expressed dismay at some of the suggestions for using the money, which were lifted directly out of the list of mid-year capital improvement project recommendations in the mid-year budget report. While both lists of options included microwave facilities improvements and hardening the building where 911 equipment is located, a couple of items drew particular ire. Community members were aghast at the suggestion to use $55,000 to remove the amphitheater in Ukiah's Low Gap Park and to use over $200,000 to remove dead and dying trees and repair the spillway in Wallala's Bower Park. Redwood Valley community members wrote that they believe some of the funds should be used to shore up the local fire department and water system. They also complained that the fire departments and the Municipal Advisory Council, or MAC, in the areas that were ravaged in 2017 had not been asked to weigh in on how they thought the money should be spent. Supervisors Maureen Mulhern and Glenn McGordy expressed their willingness to hold town halls and attend MAC meetings to gather community input. McGordy said that a significant part of this board's legacy will be in how it chooses to spend the money. We you know, uh improve communications and have a system to to notify uh, our constituents in an emergency and make sure that people can get out safely because that, those are big issues during the, the Redwood Complex fire. Uh, also, we need to invest in, in fire hardening our communities so that that seems to be probably one of our biggest existential threats to climate change. Supervisor Dan Jurdy noted that the fires had affected the entire county as local government employees redirected their attention from other work to handle the crisis and displaced people shifted into other communities. My thought was, let's invest this money in things that have long-term payback for the entire county that help the county uh, prepare for future disasters of any kind and and, and rebuild rebuild the economy of the entire county. I'm a little surprised by some of the emails some people, which are maybe understandable, where they're basically saying, you know, spend all $22 million in a, a small geographic area of the county um, when really this is, you know, we have an opportunity here to help rebuild the economy of the entire county. Kendall tipped his hat to Sherwood Firewise, the Brook Trails Fire Safe Council. I can tell you from my experience during the uh, Oak Fire, the very small amount of budgeting that the um, Board of Supervisors was able to put towards the Fire Safe Council's 
it, it basically became empowering our people through through education, our citizens, and they became force multipliers for us. I, I was, I can tell you that one of my biggest fears was the evacuation of Brook Trails. And when it occurred, uh, I've never seen anything happen so seamlessly. And it wasn't my work or these deputies' work. It was the work that was invested in the communities. Jen Banks, the Emergency Medical Services Coordinator, called in to say that all the county's EMS providers were joining her to ask that some of the money be used to improve their ability to respond to emergencies. In 2020, EMS providers responded to an estimated 12,000 calls for emergency service in Mendocino County, with many identified components of our emergency response system meeting critical infrastructure improvements. We appreciate this opportunity that PG&E is providing to Mendocino County, and through a collaborated effort, would like to request your approval to submit a formal EMS funding proposal to the Board of Supervisors detailing the critical funding needs to improve system sustainability. Our EMS system improvements would start with the following. First, critical system infrastructure improvements to our computer-aided dispatch system. Long-term sustainable funding toward information and communication technologies. Inflammation of Pulse Point in Mendocino County. Funding for mission critical equipment and supplies, that would be cardiac monitors, additional PPE equipment for all of our pre-hospital first responders, medical equipment purchases that are currently taxing volunteer fire service agency budgets, funding to support training and education enhancements, and funding to support the return of a paramedic program coming to Mendocino College this fall. And finally, funding to support assessment and or implementation of an EMS JPA in Mendocino County. Funding as a collaborated system ensures we can always continue to send emergency first responders and ambulances to emergent 911 calls in our county, as well as continue to support patient hospital transfers so all patients continue to receive the appropriate level of care at the appropriate facility. Mulhern joined Supervisor Ted Williams to form an ad hoc committee to work on EMS issues. She and McGordy will report back to the full board on their findings from community outreach efforts within 45 to 60 days. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.